Nuria Martinez-Keel. And I'm Dale Denwalt. You're listening to The Source. Thanks for joining us as we discuss the Oklahomans' most impactful stories with the reporters who wrote them. Imagine if you or a loved one had a mental health emergency. You call 911 and a therapist shows up. That's the Champions Team, a new program by local mental health clinic NorthCare that partners with the Oklahoma City Police Department. Oklahoman reporter Jana Hayes wrote about the Champions Team and how it might save people's lives. Thanks so much for being here today. First, we wanted to ask, what is the Champions Team and how this program got its start? Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. So the Champions Team, like Dale said, is a program being run by North Care, um, a mental health clinic in Oklahoma City. Um, Essentially, they are a mobile crisis team. And it got its start, um, it's kind of been in the works for a while. North Care, you know, had been seeking a grant for this kind of program. And their grant uh, began last September. Um, and so they've kind of had that time to start making hires. And then they officially started responding to calls in January. Police are still going to be the first ones on the scene with this pilot program, but the Champions team hopes that someday they can respond directly to 911 calls. Why could that be better? Yeah, so um, essentially what people have said is that a mental health professional, like a therapist, you know, has specific training on how to deal with people who are in a mental health crisis, whereas the police officers, you know, their training is focused on, you know, combating crime and they can, you know, try to calm someone down in the moment and they do have crisis intervention teams, but, you know, eventually, like, they're going to try to connect this person with a therapist or a case manager anyway. So um, the idea is that bringing them directly to the call instead of bringing the police, who that's really not their job, it's just kind of cutting out the middleman. And also, you know, a lot of folks think that It'll just make people feel more at ease. You know, they don't have someone who's in a police uniform with a weapon on them. Um, And so it might just, you know, make them more amenable to, you know, calming down, getting help, whatever it is that needs to take place. Right. I think there are many people who question uh, the ability of police to de-escalate a situation where someone is in a mental health crisis. And I think there are folks out there who worry that it could cause risk of further harm to that individual in that crisis if police are involved, as opposed to a trained therapist or, or someone who is an expert in mental health. So what needs to happen before Champions Team can respond to those calls themselves without a police officer having to call them? Because right now, it sounds like the pattern is somebody calls 911, police respond to that scene, and then that officer has to decide to call in Champions Team. So what needs to happen before it's just Champions Team that shows up or a mental health team that shows up without having a police officer involved? Yeah, so right now, this is just a pilot program. 
originally when NorthCare was seeking out this grant, their idea was that they would respond directly to 911 calls. So what I've been told is that the grant did require they partner with the police department, but it gave them a little bit of flexibility on what that looked like. And right now the police department is more comfortable um, kind of feeling out this type of program. You know, it's not been done in Oklahoma City, really. Right now the police department is more comfortable just seeing how this works, um, seeing if it is actually safe for, you know, civilian teams to go out to calls like this. And also, you know, our 911 dispatchers don't have any experience sending a mental health team. They only have experience sending, you know, trained police officers who have a weapon if they need it. Essentially, everyone's just kind of seeing how it works, but for champions to kind of be that first responder, if you will, that would just take essentially the city and the police department, you know, saying, okay, we've tried this out and we're comfortable, you know, sending you to calls like this, you know, if there's certain criteria, like they wouldn't just send them to every mental health crisis. But essentially, it's just a decision, I think, from the police department and city manager. And this is an idea that has been discussed and budgeted for in our city government. We're going to ask about that in a little bit. But first, I wanted to ask when police do call in Champions team to respond, what does that response look like when you're actually on the ground at the scene? So Champions is specifically, you know, during the pilot program, they only have one van. So they're working with specifically the Spring Lake Division of the Oklahoma City Police Department. And the Spring Lake Division, it includes Northeast Oklahoma City. Some of the landmarks within it are the zoo, Remington Park. It goes through Midtown, the Health Science Center. And the police department this year started tracking its mental health calls by division. Champions decided to work with Spring Lake because it was seeing more mental health calls than the other divisions. The Spring Lake division accounted for 30% of the so far um, over 9,000 mental crisis calls this year. And so when, you know, a police officer in the Spring Lake division, they would get sent to a call. And once they're on that scene, they, you know, especially if if they've already been told it's a mental crisis, um, they're going to be evaluating just to see if, you know, they're really needed there. So they're going to be like evaluating for safety. You know, are there any weapons involved? Is the individual, you know, a harm to themselves or someone else? You know, are they suicidal or homicidal? And, you know, once they kind of have evaluated that, and they feel like champions would be better suited for the situation, they basically just call champions directly. So champions has like a phone number and it calls their office. Um, They also have iPads. So the police can contact them on one of those. And the iPads specifically are if they feel like, you know, that person needs to be talking to a therapist like right away, they can kind of FaceTime and talk to them like that while they're on the way to the scene. Essentially, champions will load up with a therapist and a case manager and head to the scene. They will also evaluate it for safety and then the police officer can leave. 
So once the police officers have left the scene, the therapist and case manager will begin crisis intervention. They'll just kind of talk to the person about their mental health history, figure out, you know, kind of what's going on. And then they will like see if the person wants to be connected to resources. Do they feel like they need to go to a hospital or a treatment center? And a lot of times that person may not be ready to be taken somewhere right away. But what's great about the champions team is unlike police officers, they have the capacity to, you know, continue to follow up with these people. So they're creating relationships. And another thing they can do is just provide, you know, transportation in general to somewhere like a shelter or to someone's work or something like that. How well has the champions team performed so far? Since they started responding to calls in January, and I think the calls really picked up in about April, once they started getting more people hired, um, but they've responded to 200 calls from the police department so far. When I talked to them last week, only one time had they had to request that the police return to the scene. So, so far it, you know, sounds like it's going pretty well. Um, they haven't had any, you know, safety concerns or injuries or anything like that. But, you know, other than that, they're still kind of collecting data to kind of see, you know, how it's working. And then another thing is that July 5th, the state of Oklahoma started its 988 mental health helpline. And so one of the things that, you know, if you call 988, it's an alternative to calling 911. And the goal is to kind of resolve it, you know, over the phone. But the 988 dispatchers, they have a list of mobile crisis teams that they can send out depending on where the call is coming from. And the champions team is one of those that's available to do so in Oklahoma City. In the first about two and a half weeks of 988, um, you know, even being in existence in Oklahoma, champions had responded to 23 988 calls of, you know, like 500 calls total. And they'll, you know, continue to take 988 calls. And that's, you know, police are not involved in that at all. They could call police if they felt that it was necessary. So they're going to be kind of juggling two different things, police stuff and 988. But it sounds like they're, you know, doing pretty well for themselves. The city council here in Oklahoma City set aside $300,000 last year to establish a team that would respond to mental health crises. That was intended to relieve police of that responsibility and bring trained mental health professionals to those scenes instead. But Champions Team is funded through a different grant. So what's happening with the $300,000 the city budgeted for this kind of program? Yeah, so that's a great question. A lot of people have been wondering that and they thought, you know, is Champions going to take the place of that? And the answer, at least for right now, is no. The city does still plan to kind of have its own pilot program for something like this. It would be pretty similar to Champions, just funded by the city. So right now we're still waiting for, they call it a request for proposals or a request for information. The city manager told me recently that, you know, we should expect to see that in the next couple months. Basically, they're asking for businesses or services to bid on this contract, on providing the service for the $300,000 contract. Yes, exactly. I know this is all, nothing in this is, is set in stone except for the fact that they put aside $300,000. So forgive me if this is somewhat speculative, but I mean, how do you avoid duplicating what's being done already? I mean, you already have Champions Team, which sounds like it's doing what 
the city council budgeted for the police department to do or for the city to do. I'm, I'm confused about, you know, is it possible we'll have two similar teams operating at the same time? and Or could Champions Team and Northcare just a bid on this themselves? I'm curious, you know, how the city plans to avoid having two similar systems operating at once. Yeah, so that's a question that I've also, you know, wondered and asked. Um, the question, could Northcare, you know, bid on this? They could... Um, if they wanted to. The last time I asked that, they said they didn't necessarily have a plan to do that. And kind of what people are saying right now is, you know, while we're testing out this kind of thing in Oklahoma City, you know, it's okay to have multiple programs going on. I haven't had anyone tell me that that's not sustainable in the long term. But I think, you know, that's a question that people will be asking as we move forward, you know, and once these pilot programs have completed their pilot phases, you know, what's what's next? And I think honestly, the answer right now is is we don't really know. Now, Jana, you mentioned a program in Eugene, Oregon, that sends mental health professionals directly instead of police in some circumstances. So it's kind of like what we have here, although, like we talked about before, instead of sending the police first, they have the option of sending this mental health team first, and that's in Eugene, Oregon. You looked uh, a little bit at that program. Has their program been successful? Yes, I would say, you know, just looking at it from the outside in, it has been successful. Um, They've been going for 33 years. So it's called CAHOOTS. Uh, It stands for Crisis Assistance Helping Out on the Streets. And it's a partnership between the White Bird Clinic in Eugene, Oregon, and the Eugene Police Department. So, you know, sounds pretty similar to ours, uh, Northcare Mental Health Clinic and the Oklahoma City Police Department. And as far as I understand it, CAHOOTS directly you know, is dispatched by 911. I I couldn't find, you know, numbers on if there was any time where they had to, you know, call for police backup or anything like that. But I did find that in 2017, Cahoots answered 17% of all of Eugene's calls to police. And the program, it's cost effective. Um, It saves the city about eight and a half million in public safety spending every year. And, and I'm sure avoids having to put people in a jail. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about, you know, maybe some other programs or some other efforts that we've seen come out of police and justice reform, because this program here in Oklahoma City is, it feels like it's really brought on by, over the past couple of years, a real push for justice and police reform across the country and here in Oklahoma City. I don't think this this uh, this North Care, this Champions team is the only thing going on right now. So tell me a little bit more about what else is happening. Like you said, the Champions team, that was kind of in the works even before, you know, the summer of 2020. And we saw all these calls for racial justice and police reform. But the city of Oklahoma City has, you know, got a lot in the works. Um, So during the summer of 2020, the city council adopted six, you know, police reform goals or things that they wanted to look at. Essentially, there were two different boards, we'll call them, made up of, you know, volunteers throughout the city that were looking at, you know, these police reforms, they hired a consultant called 21st Century Policing. And so with that consultant, they came up with a list of 39 recommendations for police reform. One of those recommendations was the, um, you know, alternative 
uh, response to mental health calls that we talked about earlier that they set aside $300,000 for. Another one of the recommendations was to um, have a homeless street outreach team. And so that's, you know, honestly really similar to the alternative response mental health calls, but specifically it would be 911 calls that do involve homeless individuals. So that one they have put out the request for proposals. And so they're looking, you know, as we speak, uh, people can submit bids to run that program. And so that would essentially do the same thing just for on a smaller scale for the homeless population, um, just sending out someone other than police. Another thing that came out of the summer of 2020 was a task force that looked at whether or not Oklahoma City should establish a human rights commission or reestablish a human rights commission. It was disbanded in 1996 um, because the commission was trying to protect the LGBTQ plus community um, and some city councilors and other residents were not happy about that. And so just last week, the city council did reestablish the human rights commission so they can address discrimination complaints um, in the realm of housing, employment, or public accommodations. And then some of the other reform things that are coming out of the 21CP recommendations are just um, improving officer, you know, police officer wellness and their personal mental health. The police department did just hire its own therapist that its officers can have on hand. Well, Jenna, it seems like the champions team and, and whatever comes of it may be vital to community safety here in Oklahoma City. And as such, the stories about it are extraordinarily vital. So I appreciate you covering this and I appreciate you coming into the podcast studio to talk with us about it. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us this week. This podcast is possible because of the Oklahomans subscribers. We encourage you to subscribe if you can. You can read these stories and more every day in the Oklahoman and at oklahoman.com. Check back next Friday for a new episode.